Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, anybody want to tell me why I touch my keyboard and the entire monitor goes out? Uh, story of my life. Anyway, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN talking about the uh, blizzard of 2022 and what we learned and maybe what we didn't learn. Big article on uh, Yahoo. Tim Wenger uh, shared it earlier today. Let's go to uh, Randy. And again, uh, Josh, I don't know what's up here with uh, um, everything got reset properly. Randy in Forestville, you're on WBEN. Hello. Good afternoon, Tom. Yes, sir. So quickly, Blizzard of 77. Uh, for me, raised on a farm, there was no day off. Animals got to be fed and watered no matter what the weather. So you go out, you shovel the snow, you take care of the animals. And I get on a tractor and go around to clean out everybody's driveways. All, you know, my uncles, my grandparents, all the farm driveways had to be cleaned. So I spent the whole day out on a tractor clearing driveways. At the end of the day, you go back and feed water the animals again. So there's no missing a day when you're on a farm. Uh, well, we'll give you a gold medal. I mean, that's outstanding. Farmer. This is I'm what sorry? farmers do. It. Nothing unique. So... I think one of the things that happens today. No, I don't think you're giving yourself. I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. I mean, what you did was pretty extraordinary. There was a lot of snow, but you know, just, I mean, your age, you know, thirteen or fourteen years old. I have having a blast. I like going out and playing the snow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, a little different when you're thirteen, well. fourteen, than when you're sixty. Um, I still love snow. It's my favorite time of year. Oh God. So, uh, I if I never see another snowflake, I'll be happy. Oh, my God. In the middle of winter, if there's not snow here, I'll drive north to go find it. Oh, good Lord. I got a big well, we all, we all have our we all have our preferences. Uh, give me palm trees and sand over the uh, snowflakes any day of the week. Oh, God, this weather is killing me. 82 degrees. I melt in this kind of temperature. Oh, good Lord. But, uh so anyway, I think country people tend to be more prepared than city people. You notice Chautauqua County, there was no big wave of dead people out in the country. Well, you I guys didn't get hit. You prepared. guys didn't get hit that bad, though. Huh. I have a, for myself, I have a, a three tractors with snowblowers. I got a huge tractor, you know, 12 feet tall with six-foot-tall tires with an eight-foot snowblower. I got another one with a six-foot snowblower. I got a smaller one with a five-foot snowblower. We have six snowmobiles. My diesel truck has a snowplow. Out in the country, we're just more prepared. We're ready to go. And I can tell you, I was out in that. We got a lot of snow. And uh, mm, I don't know. It, seem, it seems to me that the heaviest bands came over the city of Buffalo, Amherst, Clarence, that area. I don't know exactly how much you got, but I don't think you, I, I think the Burbs got hit worse than you guys did. At least in uh, well, at least was, in twenty two. 
so I, so I didn't, they had that seven foot storm a few years back and they called for snowmobiles. So my wife and I jumped on sleds and came into the city and we spent, you know, we spent a lot of time in the city helping out with snowmobiles. Uh, even uh, uh, 1520 was off the air and they asked for somebody to come pick up the engineer down on uh, Electric Avenue in Lackawanna and take him down to Hamburg to get to the, uh, uh, well, they, the, the big towers down there. So I, I took the engineer down there so they could get 1520 back on the air. These snowmobiles will go through a lot of snow. You know, the one guy had said you wouldn't, you wouldn't get good visibility on a snowmobile. Now I ride in everything. It doesn't matter how much snow there is. Snowmobiles will go through it. These modern sleds are pretty amazing in the snow. We got heated shields, your, your helmet shields. They're powered up, so it keeps the snow melted off of them. Uh, for whatever reason, in this last storm, they did not they did not want. I called in uh, to a couple of the local uh, police. They're like, no, 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 don't need you. And, that, and I, frankly, I think that was a major failing of the local police departments was not calling in people on snowmobiles. And I don't know whether it was fear of litigation or whatever, but I think most local police departments dropped the ball with that. I don't know the reason. I can't really comment. You know, I'm not going to bash the local PD. I, they not got a question of bashing. It's just a question of just a question of lawsuits versus uh, versus saving lives. I'll take saving lives every day. I don't know. I we, think we, I think they screwed up twice in Buffalo. Yeah, well, they did. I mean, we, two different times we've come into the city on snowmobiles to help. Uh, one, one time they were, we were doing it, they they were sending us up to a, a Target up on Walden Avenue to pick up prescriptions to get uh, you know really necessary prescriptions into people who needed them, life and death kind of stuff. Right. So I'd go up there and just say I'm looking for prescriptions for whatever, like five or six people. They'd give me all their prescriptions, and away we'd go and go deliver them to people. Um, I don't know why. So, as somebody as as somebody who was alive in '77, and as somebody who lived through '22, you tell me what you think the big differences were. Uh, I think a lot of the simple preparation back then, everybody had snow tires. I think a lot of people today think that all uh, all season tires are just as good as snow tires, and they're not. Uh, so that's one thing. And, and uh, someone else has said a lot of people today have four-wheel drive vehicles or all-wheel drive vehicles. Well, they do, but that doesn't mean you can go through everything. And I tend to think they tend to just figure, I got a Jeep or I've got a Subaru or you now I got an all-wheel drive BMW. I can do what I want to do, and they can. Ultimately, there's a limit to everything. Well, one of the problems is the uh, the, the low riders. Obviously, I mean, if you're if you're going to be hoisted up by snow, you're going to be hoisted up by snow. Exactly. I, I carry a big toe strap in my truck year-round. If I see someone stuck, I just stop and I pull them out. I never ask for money, just but I'm not going to leave somebody there stuck. Uh, well, you are a, a, great, a great and prepared humanitarian, sir. So if, if you were doing, if you were doing the, the after-action report on what happened in 2022, what would you tell the elected officials? I don't know why elected officials are exempt from lawsuits. If this were a trucking company that did something stupid and killed a couple of people, they will be sued every which way there is. For some reason, we've decided that elected officials are completely immune. They're really stupid decisions. Uh, They're immune from them, no matter what. They can just run for re-election. They'll almost be guaranteed to get re-elected. I think the fact that there's no liability attached to their screw-ups, their own egos get in the way, 
I think that they don't like to cooperate with each other quite often. The sure. thing between Paul and Cars and, and Byron Brown, I don't understand. I don't get why those guys have an issue. That no, I, I, yep. Hey, look, I'm, I'm understand. Uh, I, I definitely understand. Class of, uh, clash of egos. I have no, I have no clue. Uh, but uh, as far as the, the one thing I think both of them and, and all of the municipalities should have done is they should have closed everything down effective 6 a.m. Friday. In retrospect, that is what they should have done. I agree, and, and I think that your analysis that they were. They were a bit shy of doing it because it's Christmas and COVID, and you know they didn't want to be the bad guy. Uh, but like I, I have a lot. I have a lot of snowmobile gear. I have three complete snowmobile suits. So if one gets soaked and wet, I can grab another one and keep going. And I find that people are really cheap when they're buying winter clothing. They're more concerned with uh, uh, you know saving some bucks and buying something that's pretty as opposed to buying something that's going to keep them warm. I mean, I can go out in snowmobile for 16 hours. I'll leave 8 o'clock in the morning and not get home till midnight. I'm out in the cold all day, and I come home warm. Yeah, but, but Randy, I mean, you, I'm sorry, but you, you need to look pretty um, when you're hauling people out of a ditch and when you're saving lives. I think it's very important that you look pretty. Well, it's like the, the poor lady that you were reading there that passed oh. away in her car, she, she froze to death. Uh, from she's from North Carolina. I'm sure she did not have adequate winter clothing. I uh, don't know what she had and what she did not have. To be brutally honest with you, that's I say. I mean, when my son lives out in Madison, Wisconsin, and to this day I force him. He's got a complete snowmobile suit, and it's in his car in the winter. I won't. He, he knows I'd lose my mind on him if he left the house without having that suit there. Because if something bad happens. Put your snowmobile suit on. You're going to be good to go for a very long time with that gear. My goodness. You're well, going to freeze to death in it. Randy, uh, good to hear from you. Thanks for the uh, good work that was done by you and obviously taking care of the animals as well. You betcha, Tom. Have a great afternoon, buddy. All right, you too. Thank you. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Lessons from the blizzard of 22. Yahoo did a big story on it. Uh, Tim Wenger uh, sent it out as well. Let's go to, uh, sorry about this, Josh. Let's go to Tracy on line three on WBEN. Hello. Hello, Tom. How are you? Yes, ma'am. First time caller here. Um, I just wanted to give you my two cents. Um, What I think is that... um, you know, due to the pandemic, I think our elected officials and the news channels failed us then. And while putting out this pertinent information on the storm, same thing. I think people are just, you know, not believing them. I don't think that there's any credibility in our elected officials and certain news channels. Um, what they have to say, um, people are just overlooking what they have to say. Um, I truly believe this. Um, and I have my reasons. Um, that's how I feel. That sounds I feel very like mis- the pandemic exacerbated exa- mis- the whole situation. I'm sorry. Very, very mysterious. You have your your reasons. I mean, did did you happen to hear Andy Parker on this show, like every day leading up to the blizzard? 
Oh, uh, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got and, out of here. And I got email from people saying, why are you hyping this storm? Why are you hyping the storm? And then the Thursday before it hit, I remember reading this statement from the National Weather Service, difficult mm-hmm. to impossible driving conditions. And I tried stressing to people, this is the National Weather Service, okay? They're saying mm-hmm. difficult to impossible. Mm-hmm. I think they need to be listened to. I think that certain stations, uh, yes, should be listened to. Um, there's only certain ones that I will listen to. One of them is your station. Well, that's very kind of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when, when we look back at the number of fatalities during the blizzard of 2022, what do you think the contributing factors were? The fatalities, there was more this time. Um, probably because people weren't listening to the news. They just, you know, completely um, disregarded what they had to say. People aren't, they're not, they're not listening to um, our elected officials and certain news channels. Um, You know, they're questioning things. They are thinking for themselves. And yes, it might've got them in trouble. But um, I think with the pandemic, I think that, you know, because of that, and all the news um, that we were receiving on that end, I think that that definitely affected the way people are now um, internalizing, um, you know, the news lately. I really do. Mm. So basically, a, uh, I mean, this is a very interesting trail of thought here. The idea that people were skeptical of media because toward the end of the pandemic, they really didn't believe what they were being told about the pandemic. Uh they were just overly cautious, let me say that, hmm. at the end of the pandemic, yes. Any Anything else you'd like to add to that? Um, no, that's really it. Um, that's really it. Um, I'm a business owner, and that's the way I feel. And I'm glad you took my call. I think, um, I think you guys are great. You and Booker, fantastic. You do a great job informing the public. I will always listen to your station. I think you... Um, you know, you, you have a very, um, biased opinion on everything and, um, just wanted to give you my two cents today. Well, Tracy, thank you very much. I appreciate that kindly. Now, Booker does not work here. Now, granted, we may hang out, but he doesn't work here. Uh, Gary in Boston on WBEN line five, you are on. Hello. Yes. Uh, I think the old divide and conquer, uh, theory would work well here. And another thing, find out uh, from the casualties, the families and such, uh, why they were out, where were they going, were they from out of town, or, you know. And also, uh, you got to have a plan ahead of time. you got to uh, have people fill out like a little pamphlet or a mailing uh, in a certain area, right? Are you, are you older? Are you, uh, you have gas uh, in your house? Uh, do you only have electric? Uh, do you, uh, you need medications? Or like... Uh, you know, something like on the computers, and then people could maybe check on these people besides the family members. And uh, perhaps even you have uh, tons of school buses all over the place. And, and first of all, you open up all these public buildings, firehouses, schools, uh, uh, churches. People can always uh, go, go to them before the storm hits, naturally, just to be prepared. It's, it's all about being prepared and uh, having a plan. But you have to involve the public because a lot of people don't listen to the radio they're but why, why do you think, I mean, I'm not trying to give you a hard time here, but why do you think the public is actually going to read a mailer as opposed to listening to a radio broadcast? Because, come on, most mailers you get 
do you actually read them? Because for me, they go right into the recycling bin. Oh, no, that's just part of it. Naturally, the radio is the immediate, you know, updates. So that's a 100% uh, go-to place, you know. It, it, right. So, uh, I mean, it's just it, pre-planning. That's what it comes down to, you know. Vehicles, warming stations. It, it even takes some yellow school buses and plant them, you know, with a full tank of gas, plant them someplace. Somebody comes straggling along, at least they can crawl on a school bus and stay warm. You know, spread them out throughout different communities and, uh, you know, put the lights on. Maybe have like National Guard people manning them so nobody steals them. You know, you can't expect a school bus driver to man the bus. They're taking care of their own family. You know, but this is all before the storm comes. And actually, when it hits and you can't see in front of you, you know, your plan isn't going to work. Okay, so it's a pre-planning thing. You know, you like a code. All of a sudden, you know, maybe even the fire hose blow their uh, sirens or something. You know, well, how how it's much like a tsunami do you think- or something? What's that? A, t- a tsunami. Uh, well, how many? Uh, well, I mean, how how much uh, or how many people do you think died because they were absolutely clueless that a storm was coming? Well, some people took a chance because of the holiday. I'm, I'm assuming, and people say yeah, it's not that bad. We have snow here all the time, and we know how to deal with it. Well, this this time it was uh, you know times times three or so, you know, from your normal event. But you know what? I think we've all lived through periods where we've been told blizzard warning is in effect and, uh, you know, winter weather warning is in effect. I mean, first of all, I think the, the, the National Weather Service needs to lay off with the winter weather warnings because they never used to put out so many damned winter weather warnings. I think they've got to be a lot more abstemious with the number of times they use that expression. How about it's Buffalo, it's wintertime, and it's Knows. And that way, when we do get a blizzard warning, people are going to give it more attention than these nonsensical winter weather. I mean, do you know how many winter weather warnings they did last winter because two to three inches of snow were coming down? Come on, who needs that? Right. And, if, and at the very least, you know, you're from the area, you should, like the fellow said, have some kind of good clothing. So if you do get stuck in the snow and it's a blizzard, no one's going to come and see you. Have a couple, you know, some candles in your car, that'll help you out clothing, water, you know, you have to be prepared in a winter uh, pit, you know, like I'm sure you, you mentioned you have. I mean, uh, people have to start thinking a little bit more. And maybe this event that happened, you know, a tragic event, maybe people, it's fresh on their mind, maybe this coming winter they'll I would love to know yeah. of the people who died. I think you raise a very good point. Why were they outside? Those who were outside, keeping in mind the people froze to death in their own homes. And there was a large number of people who were homeless who froze to death. Um, and there were people who died in their cars. And that was sure. extremely... Um, terrorizing for those of us working at the radio station because, you know, we had a call from uh, the fellow who was trapped in his car day after day after day, and I'd kind of like to think that we at least gave him hope to carry on. Right. Now, now think of people that are alone and seniors, and they do have relatives, you know, sort of close by. The the, the, the children are going to try to get to them, uh, try to rescue them, and then in the, in the, in the uh, event trying to get to them they they could get in a problem you know so it's uh gonna happen no matter what i guess to some mm. people but uh you know anything else from you sir yeah just preparedness and self-preparedness take care of yourself don't rely on the government to come and you know sweep you out of your vehicle if you're stuck there just 
you know. Well, you know, it, it, what, what you say, I'll tell you something. What you say to me makes sense because, again, very early on Friday morning, when I looked out the window and I heard the winds, I knew, okay, here is my go bag. I am not going to be home this weekend. I have everything I need in my go bag, and I'm prepared to sleep at the radio station, which is exactly what I did. Of course, I wish we'd had a shower at the radio station, but that's another story, only because I wanted to see Jimmy Love naked. Um, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, Jimmy Love, do not go to HR with that. You've said far worse to me. Uh, all right. It is uh, 327 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, I know it's July, but we're looking back at what was a catastrophe back in December. And I will not lie to you, it is a catastrophe that left a major mark on my psyche. Um, I'd like to think that I did as much as I possibly could, but frankly, for the past half a year, I've wondered if I did enough. And uh, it's going to haunt me for as long as I do this. No kidding. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. On News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Got accused of being a douchebag yesterday. Hadn't happened in quite some time. Uh, talking about the uh, situation of uh, the blizzard of 22. And uh, Yahoo News did a piece. Tim Wenger forwarded it on uh, social media. And now that we are half a year away from that, and I can't believe how fast the time has gone, um, what what happened? What went wrong? And I think uh, a few things went wrong. I think a lot of the local police departments screwed up by not having snowmobiles assist them in getting motorists uh, who needed help assistance. So I think the local police departments, many of them screwed up. I think the uh, politicians screwed up. I think they should have shut everything down effective 6 a.m. on Friday morning, except for exempt personnel. And... Uh, 
you know, we here at WBEN, uh, I'm just I'm thinking about this, and uh, it's always going to bother me. Like, should should we have done more? But every freaking day, Andy Parker was with us saying, this is no joke. You have to be ready for it. Um, would it have made a difference? I have no idea. One way or the other. Uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. It's uh, Joe in Chictawaga. Joe, you are on. Hello. Good afternoon, Tom. How's it going? Yes, sir. Yeah, um, people have been raising some really good points, but a couple a uh, couple points that I wanted to, um, to just throw my hat in the ring here with is that I think people, especially in our civilization today, suffer from just overall low conscientiousness and, and hubris, where um, in low conscientiousness, I think people are more impulsive. I think they lack discipline. I think they lack the ability to plan. Back in 1977, people had no choice, really, but to listen to the radio or the TV, and we're more connected to their community. Now everybody is disjointed. They're more on their phones ever than ever before. I think people just kind of with not understanding their environment or their surroundings, just think they have like main character syndrome where they just think nothing bad can ever happen to them. And they drive out in the middle of the blizzard. Nothing bad can happen to me. Um, and that kind of ties into the hubris of it all. Um, kind of like taking a little submersible to the Titanic. That's exactly what I what I was I was thinking of. Now I don't know if that's a symptom of a first world country where everybody has just become too comfortable thinking nothing bad can ever happen. I think we've become more infantilized as a society. Where and that's why I think one of the um, important angles of the Second Amendment is because the cops are not going to always be able to get to you. You got to be able to protect yourself. You got to be able to plan. You got to be able to stock the pantry. Got to be able to you know to wear the correct clothing, have batteries, whatever the case may be. I remember that's. Uh, I think it was you that um, right after the blizzard was going on and someone was trapped in their car with sandals and shorts on. And I'm like, dude, how are you that disconnected? And that's what I mean, like low conscientiousness, just not paying attention to what's going on. And I think that's a major problem, not just with this blizzard, but as a whole of the civilization. I think people just are oblivious to their surroundings and they just don't care. Mm. I, I would love to see what other people have to think about that because uh, I think you make some excellent points. Uh, you use the word infantilized. Could you uh, elaborate? Yeah, I just think, you know, in our civilization, uh, you know, being in America, everybody is just too comfortable. Like we have all these luxuries that we forget about that we are human. We forget that things can hurt us. And you know, in other countries, maybe that's not the same thing or in, in other civilizations, but excuse me. Um, yeah, everybody just wants everything done for them. You know, we have Amazon dropping things to our door. We have, you know, DoorDash. Bring, we don't have to go out and get food. We don't have to do anything really anymore. And people are becoming helpless and, and almost childlike, you know, even with their temperament. They can't have conversations without getting mad, without calling people names. Everybody's just like, it's like, um, I can't think of the word. Sorry, but like uh, uh, societal narcissism would that kind of fit the bill? Because see, I've I've noticed in traffic, and believe me, I get as impatient as anybody in traffic. But I've had a few occasions in the past week where people have flipped me off or have held their arms up like I had done something wrong, and I really didn't. And I just I laugh. I'm just like, dude, I don't know what you wanted me to do, but whatever. Right. And of course, everybody thinks that they're they're always the good guy, that they, they can do no wrong. And that comes from a society of telling everybody that they're smart and special and and good looking, even if they're not. So and then, of course, Ouch. I think inc incompetence with our politicians comes a big thing as well. Like, you know, 
So climate change is, is a big platform for our politicians in the state, but yet they're not prepared to have the correct machinery or, uh, you know, uh, vehicles or whatever to get people to get so 911 can get to people who are having medical medical problems. It's like the whole thing is just it's I think it's a big societal issue at, at large and it's not a good sign for the future. No, you know, you uh, you uh, mentioned something uh, very, very interesting there. Um, and I forget whether it was the sheriff, John Garcia, or whether it was the Chictawaga police chief, Brian Gould. Um, and one of my questions was, is 911 able to keep up with the phone calls? And then it came out, 911 is not able to keep up with the phone calls. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a big issue is it as well. And that's why I say people have to... Uh, become self-sufficient and you know I know people were trying to look out for their family members and that's understandable of course but you know if you if you watch the news if you were conscious of what was going on maybe you could have had your elderly parents over at your house or maybe you would just not go to work and have everybody you know hunkered down in one spot where the pantries were uh, you know stocked with food where you had generators it's just people I, I don't know it's just like a lack of planning like I said of, of conscientiousness and being able to, to really do what's necessary. I think people just lack the ability because they've been infantilized. So um, it's a complicated uh, very, societal issue. Uh, very interesting. And uh, thank you for being the only person ever on the show to use the word infantilized. I appreciate that. Uh, no problem, Tom. Have a good day. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. The blizzard of 22. I mean, it's made national news. Uh, people have been through the records and everything else and uh, trying to figure out exactly what happened. Here's Bob in Elma on WBEN. Bob, I guess I'll ask you the question. Hey, what Tom. happened? How are you doing? Sir. Yes, sir. Hey, just one thing. You guys did a fantastic job the whole week. I listen to you all the time. You guys couldn't have did anymore. You think yeah, about... You always wonder. It was Christmas Eve. The blizzard of 77 was a month later in December. You know, you can't fix stupid. People went out trying to buy Christmas presents, trying to go to relatives. Really? I mean... It was well, all the the blizzard of 77 was in January. I mean, this, this storm hit right. right heading into the Christmas weekend, which I don't think helped things. Right, it didn't. And that's why I say it, uh, the blizzard of 77 was a month later. But uh, people just, they weren't going to, it was Christmas Eve, they were going to go shopping, they were going to do all sorts of stupid stuff. And then you had the county that didn't shut anything down. They should have shut shut the throughway down from Pennsylvania, kept everything closed down. They know they hear the same reports that you guys were given. I plow snow for a living. I listen to you guys, and everybody knew it was going to be bad. And yet you had uh, polling cars come out and go after Byron Brown saying that he should plow all he might have to take over the city. Well, Mr. Big Shot, if he only if people only realize the county doesn't plow half their roads, the towns plow the the county roads, but he sits and blows wind on TV showing how much he knows. Well, 
if he knew so much, why didn't he shut the roads down? Well, I think, you know, that to me, that to me, that that is one of the big problems. Uh, And whether it was the city level, the municipality level, the county level, uh, everybody knew it was coming. And there should have been driving bans put into place effective 6 a.m. on Friday morning. And I knew that driving into work at 9 a.m. on Friday morning, that this is bad. This is going to be horrible. And I'm sure glad I brought the CPAP machine and uh, heart medication. And you knew Poland Cars was listening to you because he'll never call in. Well, and I you, don't know. You had a, well, I don't know what Mark Poland Cars listens to and what he doesn't listen to. Probably, <laughs> no, probably but, NPR, which was missing in action during the blizzard of 22. <laughs> they were nowhere to be found. Yeah, you're probably right. They, but, they weren't. Uh, I mean, we we were the place to be. And I'm sorry, but uh, the public radio station, I mean, frankly, peop, heads were, heads would have rolled at this place had we been that unprepared. But we had a crew of about 10 to 12 dudes who just basically said, okay, this is our this is our area for the next few days. We all picked out our bedrooms and we all slept on the floor. And you guys were excellent. I mean... Like I say, I plow snow for a living for a school system. On the 26th, it was basically over. And I got to the school and started plowing. But, you know, people, I don't know, they're just dumb. They, they'll they go out in a snowstorm because they can get through it. And it costs lights. And it's sad to say there's nothing that you, Dave, or anybody else could have did to fix stupid. Well, I, you know what? I, I wish I wish it was that easy um, to resolve in my own mind, but I have not been able to resolve that in my own mind, the idea of should we have done more, could we have done more? Because when you're looking at a death toll of roughly 50 people, um, you always have to wonder if we could have uh, mitigated that somewhat. It wouldn't have eliminated it, but it might have mitigated it. But, you know, you just wonder how many how many times during a broadcast on Thursday do I need to say the weather service says dangerous to impossible driving conditions before you realize not everybody's going to listen. But I think, Tom, if you were in the position that some other people were in, I don't think lives would have been lost. And that's what you got to look at. You weren't in that position. There were people that could have listened to WBEN and did the right thing. But they get that cocky attitude and they waited way too long, like you say. And I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that some of the people who died, died through no fault of their own. Um, other people, I do question their decision-making processes, and other people were homeless, and for whatever reason, um, it's very difficult to get through to the homeless uh, in certain situations. I Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate the call. Uh, looking at the blizzard of 22, and I realize it's a nice July day, but uh, I will tell you that that was one of the, uh, one of the key events of, uh, of my five decades doing this for a living and I will always ask myself if we could have done more always 
uh, because you never, ever, ever want to assume that you did a perfect job, ever. Oh, my goodness, driving to uh, Wilson yesterday at the uh, Sunset Grill. It was beautiful where I live. It was beautiful most of the drive, and about five minutes before I hit the venue where I wanted to see my buddies in Back to the Bars, the rain comes down. And I'm thinking to myself, what is this, Burger Fest 2? But uh, thankfully, they got in their gig, and life was good. Uh, who's next? It's Jeremy in Lancaster on WBEN. Jeremy, we're looking back at the blizzard of 22 and uh, what could have, should have been done differently. Uh, let's see, real quickly, uh, I, I blame uh, Mayor Byron Brown uh, because uh, he played uh, the two sides against the middle. On the one hand, he calls for a driving ban and says, you're an idiot if you go out. But not a few hours later, playing to his liberal base, he says, you know, uh, ticketing Buffalonians would be oppressive, and we can't do that. So he basically uh, says, okay, you're an idiot if you're going to drive, but we're not going to follow the law and ticket you if you're the so-called idiot who goes out to drive. I think so. In other words, well, one of the one of the problems. Place. One of the problems with that is um, when when the blizzard really got heated up, there was no way police could even get on the roads to give anybody a ticket. I mean, we, we couldn't rescue people from vehicles. I understand the point you are making. And, yes, Byron is a friend of mine. But I understand your point. But uh, I, I, I would say that the county and the city and all the municipalities should have gotten together and have said – 6 a.m. Friday, no unnecessary travel at all because you're going to die. Yes, I, I see your point. It, it just, uh, it's always stop and go with uh, uh, the law in this area. It, it's, I, I fully understand that the police couldn't give tickets anyway. But it's the same thing with uh, don't steal cars, but if we catch you, you're going to be released. It, it just... It, it's always one step uh, forward, two steps back with this town. I don't get it. But, uh, um, that's all I no, have. that's, that's interesting. I mean, I'm not, I can't discount what you are saying. But, I mean, to, to me, at least some of the deaths could have been prevented had the county, the municipalities, and the city just said, 6 a.m., driving ban in effect, everybody stays home because we will not be able to save your life. You're taking your life into your own hands. But I think one of the problems with that is we've had a lot of uh, false alarms over the years. I mean, I'm sure you remember the storms of the century that were going to hit western New York, and they never materialized. Sir. Hello? All right, call dropped. I did not hang up on the uh, gentleman. Uh, it is uh, 3.56. I mean, I'd hang up on Josh, don't get me wrong, but uh, Josh meant uh, behind the glass making the magic happen. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBN. We'll uh, continue this, I think, for a little while. Look, I realize it's July, and we're talking about something that happened uh, back on uh, December 23rd when the full teeth of the howling gale hit us in western New York and... Uh, it was uh, one of the most memorable things that uh, I've ever been a part of covering. And it wasn't memorable in a good way. It was memorable in how many times are we going to have to talk to James uh, trapped in a car wondering if James is going to make it out alive. On News Radio 930 WBEN. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.